ain't no party like a podcast party because a podcast party don't stop ain't no party like a podcast party because a podcast party don't stop Woo! welcome back <laughs> welcome back it's the we got this girl podcast i'm your host patrice and i'm so so grateful that you're joining us today thank you so much for all the returning listeners guys this is episode four which means that you've been listening to episode one two and three thank you so much i hope that it has been a blessing as much as it's been a blessing to me i'm so excited about what god is doing oh my goodness like he is really this is transforming working season and i'm so excited for the harvest for all of us who've been tuning in because i know god is not going to ignore our deeds to want to grow closer to him and so that's my prayer for you guys i pray for y'all okay i I pray for everyone who listens to this so yeah i'm I'm excited i'm I'm really excited because i know god is going to do amazing things in our lives um because we're diligently seeking him so let's continue to do that together and you can do that on your own hey if you want to Talk about how you can grow your relationship with God on a deeper level. There's something that I did in 2017. I studied the Bible for the first time. So little snapshot. I, I grew up in, in a religious household. Like my parents were Christians. They still are Christians. And they were devout. Like my, my, my parents, one thing I can say about my parents, they did a really good job in putting us in the church and making sure that we knew who God was and that he loved us um, and that um he had died for our sins and so we we knew the concept of salvation but um I I, even though you can know that you cannot accept that you know what I mean and so I kind of thought as I got older that the foundation that my parents gave me so eloquently that I could you know have that forever and not have to dig deeper for myself and that was so untrue and I kind of let life pull me down and saw okay I need Jesus and so it was a friend that I went to middle school and high school with and she said hey girl do you want to study the bible and uh she and she she and a couple other women um in the ministry end up studying the bible with me and it was called the love story okay it's the love story and if you want more information you can email me at we got ministry w-e-g-o-t-m-i- M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y <laughs> at gmail.com. You can email me and I can send you the link for the love story series and you can go through that. And that series changed my life. Um, it's a study series and it just creates and it sets up um, who God is to me and who Jesus is to me in a relationship form. And so I was able to see him differently and I was able to form my own relationship with him. Um Frank Davis, um, you can look him up on Google. He has so many different books out there, but um, the ministry that he has is amazing. And that's the ministry that I became a part of and it changed my life. And uh, God just really sat me down and was like, this is who I am. Do you want to follow me? And I was like, yes. And I followed him. And on July 13, 2017, I was baptized in the water and I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And so that's like my story. And I I want everyone to understand who's listening that that's so possible for you. Like it's so possible. 
It's so possible. God loves you so much and he cares about you so much. And I know that today we're talking about single saved and fill in the blank. But I just I I wanted to talk about that first. Like God loves you so much. And as a single woman, please realize that. So even if you have already decided to follow Jesus and you're doing it big, keep digging, girl. But I'm talking to the people who kind of in the middle and on the other side. It's like I'm not really fooling with God right now. Please know that he is chasing after you and he loves you and that he will chase after you, girl. Please recognize this. He chased after me until I listened to him. And he, he doesn't force us to do anything, but he, he lets us know if you look out, you know, and you look closely enough, he lets us know that he's chasing after us and that he cares so much about us because he made us. We're, we're his workmanship. Like, why wouldn't he care about us? So I just wanted to add that in. Um... I will leave the love story link. I'll see if I can leave it in the tags um, so that you guys can look at that. And like I said, if you have more questions, if you want someone to study with you, uh, we can make that happen. It's wegotministry at gmail.com. And the love story series was written by Frank Davis of Haven Rock in Birmingham. So, yes. Okay, let's pray. God, I just want to say thank you so much for the time that you allow us to have to talk about you. Um, This is a privilege, Lord God, and um, anybody who's listening to this, um, it's a privilege. God, so many people in so many different countries can't even say your name, can't even make podcasts about you, Lord God, to talk about you. And so I just want to take this time and say thank you, Lord, and to say that we realize that this is a privilege, God, that everyone doesn't get. So we want to say thank you. Lord, I just pray for every woman, every woman that is listening to this podcast, that her life will be blessed, Lord God, that you would transform the lives of women all over the United States, all over the world, all over this country, all over this continent, Lord God, that we, that a revival will start, God, because of you and your glory. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us your word so that we may be able to learn and to grow in you, God, and that we can lack nothing, that we lack nothing, Lord God, and understanding that we have everything that we need to be the women of God that you've called us to be. Lord, I pray that today we get at least one thing out of this um, podcast, out of this message, Lord God, that it changes our lives. Lord, remove our heart of stone about being singleness and give us a heart of flesh, a heart of gratitude, understanding that singleness is a beauty, that singleness means that we're closer to you, God, that singleness means that you are our everything, Lord God, and that we can walk in that with confidence and with and with joy, Lord God, understanding that singleness is fun. So I just thank you, Lord God. I pray that we can uh, continue to do this, Lord God, and I pray that this will reach millions of women. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all, single saved and fill in the blank. Okay, so let me tell y'all. I when I was writing the show notes, I was like, okay, what am I like single saved and sexy? Okay, maybe. I don't know. Single saved and secure. Okay, that's a good one. Single saved and struggling. That's the truth. You know, I was kind of like, what do I put right there? And so I wanted to leave it blank. I wanted to leave it blank because I think so many times people want to fill in our blanks of how we're feeling or where we are spiritually. 
And that's only something that you and God can do, okay? And so as you listen to this today and as we go through this together, because, you know, our our blanks may change throughout our singleness. We might be single, saved, and secure one month. The next month, we might be single, saved, and struggling. You know, that's just the truth about sinful nature, okay? But one thing that I want us to, like, be firm in, and I, and I know God wants us to be firm in, is the beauty of singleness and that understanding that we have everything that we need. Like, we lack nothing um, as single Christian women. So, like I said earlier, whether you're a devoted woman of God or you're trying to figure things out with God or you just don't really care about God or however you fall, being single and being a single woman, for sure, for sure, in a, not for sure, for sure, (laughs) y'all excuse me, I meant for real, for real, Uh, (laughs) being a single woman in a hookup situationship, tender, swipe right. Culture is so hard. Period, poo. Like, that's just the truth about it. Like, it's hard. It's challenging. And I think the reason why for me is so, it can be so hard because we want to have we allow this like impulsive hookup culture okay you're good enough i don't have to like really get to know you um to kind of taint the beauty of singleness and it causes us to become impatient with god's process of of singleness okay and so um because of that we become impatient and we become bitter and it can lead to a whole lot of other things and we're like why am I still single you know God I love you you know we begin mad at God we be like God I love you why am I still single and we miss out on the beauty of singleness and hey y'all I'm talking to myself like I'm young and sometimes I'm like okay I want to be single for right now but God if this lasts longer than 25 or 26 I'm like we gotta talk you know what I mean (laughs) like I want to get married before I'm 30 or you have some people who are like God I'm 30 and I'm ready to get married like whatever stage you're at it can it, it gets hard and I think like the big reason is that Satan is crafty and he takes the culture that we're in and he throws it in our face and he's like hey these women ain't half as spiritual as y'all and they married or they got a boyfriend or they doing this but let me tell you guys it is not the same as doing it god's way and i mean doing it god's way as being single and using our singleness as a time to grow and then allowing ourselves to be friends with guys and build it's a beautiful thing and and when we when we do it God's way and the way he has because everybody's different okay everybody's journey is not going to be the same you might have been friends with a brother for i don't know 10 years and y'all get married or you might be friend you might meet somebody at the Walmart who you find out he loved Jesus and you love Jesus too and 3 months later y'all married who knows okay But the truth about it is that in our season of singleness, God has a purpose for us. We're not like our purpose is waiting until we're married. No, he has a purpose for us now. So the hard part is 
And the question is, <laughs> how do we get there? How do we get to like to understand and to fully grasp and be secure and confident and knowing that God has given us everything that we need in this time of singleness? So let's journey together, girl. Get comfortable. So first is singleness is understanding our relationship with God first and foremost. Singleness is understanding our relationship with God first and foremost. I think this is the hardest thing about being single. At least it is for me. Like, I feel like I'm missing out sometimes when I'm single. Like, you know, not being married, you're kind of, you look, you can look now let's be honest you can look at women who are married and say oh my goodness their lives must be so much fun because they're married they have a definite person to do everything with you know and all the other stuff that comes along with marriage like the intimacy and the friendship the deep friendship and whatever it is um and while this is true you know while this may be true like marriage life has its fun but so does singleness Singleness has its fun too, and it's because we're complete with God. It's just us. We don't have to worry about somebody else being complete with God too. We just worry about our completeness with God. And, like, what can't you do with God? Like, God is fun. (laughs) I mean, like, he promises us so much in a relationship with him that it's like, okay, girl, what you want to do today? Like, God is that much fun, and he, there's so much freedom in Christ And so I want us to turn to Psalm 23, and we're going to read 1 through 6. And if you have your Bibles, you can get your phone out, turn to your Bible app, or you can Google it. If you don't have a Bible, it's so okay. You don't need a Bible for this podcast. Um, Everything is on Google. So if you want to Google Psalms, um, it's P-S-A-L-M. Psalm 23, 1 through 6 out of the Holy Bible. You can do that too. We would love um, for you to do that. So, um, but if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Psalm 23, chapter 23, and we're going to read 1 through 6. So it reads, and I'm reading from the NIV. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I'm going to read that first part again. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. I'm going to read that again. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Wow. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm having like technical difficulties. Um, So 
as I was reading, my computer was like sliding down off my desk. But um, that scripture is like, whew. So when I was when I was writing this, you know, I just like I allow the Holy Spirit to just take me wherever He gonna take me, and I'm trying to become more like that in life. But when he took me to Psalm 23, I was like, what this got to do with singleness? Like, okay, I don't get it. But as I started reading, and I and I don't know if you all saw this too, but this scripture has everything to do with our relationship with God. It has everything to do with our relationship with God. And I really believe, like, this is a letter... Like, this relates to a single woman. Like, okay, it may have not been written for a single woman, so I'm not saying that. But I'm saying as a single woman now in 2019, I can take this and read it and and study it out and be encouraged. Because God is saying, it's saying the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my, my leader, okay? He's my shepherd. I lack nothing, okay? He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters. He's my peace. You know how, like, it's that thing, people, you see people on Instagram, they be like, he my peace, you know, or they be like, be your girl peace. You know, that's like the thing to say now. Like, if this is saying God is your peace, he He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, some of them struggle moments and being single. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God comforts us, ladies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He protects us. You anoint my head with oil. This is my favorite part. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God proves to us through this scripture that singleness in him is enjoyable. But not only is singleness in him enjoyable, it's joyous, it's comforting, it's good news, and it's secure. He gives us everything we need in our singleness not to feel alone. And that's that's the biggest thing I think God wants us to understand is that we're not alone because we're single. We're in relationship with him. And when we read Psalm 23, we see one through six, we see what that relationship comes with. God gives us everything. We lack nothing and even says like, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. <laughs> and so when I think like I lack nothing, that's like, okay, God, I lack nothing. Like I don't, I don't lack anything. I don't need anything from anybody because you've given it all to me. And I think, I know for me, that's the hardest part. I think that's like that, like that's the hardest part because you you want to think like, okay, I'm missing out on something. And God is like, no, you lack nothing. Jane Doe, my daughter, you lack nothing because you're in a relationship with me. And people, I think people turn that like, I'm married to Jesus. You know, and people kind of take that and sensationalize it. But no, like seriously, until we marry, I don't want to say God stands in the place, but he fulfills all of our needs. 
okay? And when we marry, it's not that God moves out of the way and then our husband fulfills all of our needs and we don't need God anymore. It's just that our situation changes. So, you know, man and wife become one, and I'm not one to speak on marriage, but man and wife become one, and then together God fulfills, you know, me and my husband's needs, right? That's my understanding of marriage. But as a single, since we're just, you know, single right now and not pair who becomes one, God still fulfills all of our needs. And so God is literally our everything. And to think that singleness can be the best times of our lives, we have to believe that God is enough in the moments of human loneliness. Mm, I'm going to say that again. To to enjoy our singleness, and I'm y'all, I'm talking to myself, like I promise, to enjoy our singleness, myself, Patrice, you, whoever you are listening, enter your name in, we have to believe that God is enough in the moments of human loneliness and not even in the moments of human loneliness. I think sometimes we can like just go to God, like when we feeling down or like when we're really up, but it's that in between time, you know, that in between feeling where you just chilling, you know, you think nothing's going on, but subconsciously you're lonely or you feel alone. And what God is saying, is like, you're not alone. I've never left you alone. Like I've always been here with you and I'm here with you to give you everything that you need to feel secure and confident. And from there, we can enjoy that. We can enjoy that security. Being saved and single comes with a security. It comes with a knowing that I'm free in Christ. And honestly, I'm just kind of coming into that freedom in Christ. It's like, girl, I can do, I can wear my hair how I want. I can go where I want. And when I say go where I want, I can travel. I don't need, you know, to wait until I get married and then start traveling. You know, that's how I used to think. Like, oh, okay, when I get married, my husband and I will travel. No, girl, save up your coins and travel now. Where we going? When the plane leaving? It's that type of thinking that gets us caught up in thinking that we have to have a pair. We have to have a husband and women to do something. And we don't. I know I used to say, well, I'm so ready to get married so I can lead ministry, be in ministry. I want to be in ministry full time. So I'm like, okay, well, when I get married, I'll be able to do that. And that makes me happy. Like ministry makes me happy. But God's like, no, no, Patrice. I've placed you where I have you right now so that you can be in ministry where you are. You go to blah, 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 university. That's your ministry. That's your ministry. You lead your ministry where you are right now. You don't, you, I've given you everything to lead your ministry. Your husband's not going to give you anything, right? And, and that's the mindset that we have to get in. And so even in those times of human loneliness, even in those times when, you know, guys trying to holler at us. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Going to the gas station. Hey, little mama. You know, all this kind of stuff. We have to understand that God is enough. And I'm not saying that we have to be these women that's like, no, I'm dating God and I'm not talking to you. No, be friends with people. Get to know people. Get to know our brothers in Christ and men out here in this world. Get to know them. Don't do anything outrageous or outlandish, you know. But get to know them. Be their friend. Lead them to God. have boundaries 
<laughs> but lead them to God. Build friendships. And I'm not one to say how your single, your season of singleness will end for you because it's different for everyone. But pray and ask God. And that leads us to our next little piece. Singleness is the perfect time to be sanctified. So what is sanctification? Sanctification from the biblical standpoint means to be set apart. So singleness is the perfect time to be set apart. Okay. So what that means is singleness is the perfect time for God to grow us because we're growing alone. It's harder to do anything like for yourself with somebody else. It's almost like... Mm, it's almost like okay I need to you know certain things that you do you just need to do them by yourself because you know it's good to have help sometimes but you just you just need to do it by yourself like brushing your teeth only you can do that by yourself but if you got somebody like standing beside you trying to like move your arm for you that's harder it's more challenging you can just brush your teeth better if it's just you doing it and so to relate that back to, that's a weird analogy, but to relate it back to what we're talking about, like being single allows God to work on us by ourselves, just alone. We don't want to go into a marriage or relationship broken and then God got to work between a husband and a wife to bring two people whole. Like that's, that's challenging. God can do anything, of course, but that's going to be real painful for the husband and wife and it's going to be hard. Okay, so it's better to be sanctified as a single, meaning to be set apart, to be worked on, for God to groom us. He prunes us. We're his workmanship. He he forms us. And so let's deal with some elephants in the room. A lot of people uh, begin to think that when you're single, you are incomplete. And we just discussed that is so untrue. So because we know that, and, and as we go into sanctification, the first thing we realize only you and God can really know why you are single. So I want to say that because I think in our season of growing in sanctification, that's like the biggest thing. Well, Lord, why am I single? And we look at it as a negative, but we have to just look at it in a positive form and say, okay, I'm single for a reason right now. And then we can go to God and say, God, I'm single. What is it that you want me to do in this season of singleness? What is it that you would have for me to learn by myself? What is it that you want me to work on by myself? What is it that, that you want me to grow in by myself? And God is going to honor that. He's gonna, he hears our prayers and he's going to honor that because we want to seek first the kingdom. Matthew 6, we want to seek first the kingdom and all righteousness and all those things will be added into us. And so when we seek first his kingdom, he's like, okay, she's serious. Let me, let me, let me, let me answer her. This is what I want you to do, daughter. I want you to do this. You know, most of the time it's going to go and make disciples, but he tells us kind of more detail, like what you like do a podcast. You feel me? You know, he tells us more detail, like start your own blog. You know, he tells us more, start your YouTube channel, go ahead and go for that business because you're going to, you need to do this by yourself first. We have assignments by ourselves. 
The truth is, God wants us to ask for our assignments. He wants us to ask, God, show me my purpose. And ladies, he may not tell us in that moment because it may not be meant for us to know in that moment or he might answer us in that moment. He's God, he's sovereign, and we have to be secure in that and knowing that he knows best. And be prepared for whatever answer you may get. But rest in knowing that God is sovereign and knows what is best for our lives. And as we discover what God wants us to do in this season, understand he is sanctifying us for the next season. He is preparing us. He is he is setting us apart. I really encourage anyone to go back or read for the first time the story of Ruth. And it talks about being set apart. And Ruth was sanctified, okay? She was set apart. And so I, we can read it together and you can email me um, through the we got ministry at gmail.com and we can talk about it together. I would love to discuss it with you all, but I'm going to read it um, too. And we can just kind of delve deep in that and study that out and ask God to show us what he wants us to do in this season um, so with sanctification and being single, being set apart, sanctification, meaning being set apart, everything we experience is, is shaping who we are. Um, everything, everything in our single experience is shaping who we are. And so if we spend our singleness, you know, being mad, <laughs> Not wanting to do anything, not wanting to go anywhere, being bitter. We miss out on those experiences that will shape who we are. Y'all, we got, and when I say y'all, I really mean like us. I'm, if you're listening, you're from another part of the country. I'm Southern. I'm from the South. I say y'all. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But guys, I mean like really ladies. When I say we, I really mean myself and y'all. Like we together. We doing this together. We must stop being impulsive and impatient in this season of singleness and sanctification. We got to stop being impatient. <laughs> Because really what's happening is we're not trusting God. And it's so hard. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, God, this is so hard. Because we're allowing our flesh to take over, okay? You know, we we having those peak seasons of, of, of high, uh, uh, I want to say like sexuality. Because we're women, especially as you're getting older. You know, and it's hard. And you're like, God, I love you. I'm following you. If I could just be married. Sometimes it'd be like that. I'm being real. We're all ladies here. Let's be honest. But we can't be impulsive and impatient in that season. We have to go to God and really seek what he's wanting us to do. And also lean on him to give us everything we need to be secure in those moments of struggling. Right? To ask for grace and mercy in those moments. To ask for strength in those moments of struggle as a single woman. There are lessons that God wants us to learn as we're single. There's things he wants us to see. Just us to see. But one thing I, like I, I want to say is that, and we're about to come to the close, is like... <clears throat> This time, I want to go back to when I said everything we experience is shaping who we are. 
everything that your future husband, if you desire to get married and if that's in God's purpose for you, everything that your husband is going through now is shaping who he is too. So realize if you're still single, it could possibly be that you haven't experienced everything that you need that God wanted you to experience to make you that wife or that husband. I know this is not for guys, but you know, vice versa. And so when we become impatient and impulsive, we kind of, we, we get out of God's purpose and his alignment and we start doing our own thing. We start meddling in our own life. And that's when we start getting into trouble. And y'all know, as I always said, that's dangerous. That is like super dangerous <laughs> because the way God is going to do it, it's not going to hurt us. I'm excuse me. It's not going to harm us. It's not going to put us in a situation where we're going to distrust him. It's never going to do that. God's never going to put us in a situation where we may have to have faith, but it's never going to put us in a situation where it's like, okay, you can't trust me in this moment because that's not who God is. That's not his character. But when we get out of his alignment for what he wants us to do, and we start getting on Tinder and swiping right and trying to do it ourselves and not allowing him to sanctify us in our or set us apart in our time of singleness in our season, then we're kind of susceptible like to whatever the enemy is going to do. And we know that Satan only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he, when we get out of God's alignment of our season, then we get into the world's culture. And that's the hookup culture. That's the situationship. That's the, the swipe right tender. What's up? Sliding your DMs. Hey, little mama. That's that culture. And the only thing that happens is killing, stealing, and destroying. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever you want to add in those blanks, it can happen. Just know that that's a possibility. So when we're patient and we ask God and we're secure in knowing, like, okay, this, is, this, this, this singleness in this season is for a purpose, we get a little bit more, you know, excited about that season and we're like okay god let's do it i'm single i'm ready i am you know i'm mingling but you know i ain't gotta mingle <laughs> i'm doing this i'm doing it i'm doing it by myself me and you god like it's cool i'm ready for it um so yeah singleness is not about being single y'all it's not about being single at all Singleness is about being in a relationship with God that is so real and so great. It's about being in a single relationship with God, if that makes sense. About being in a relationship with God without having another person attached to you. It's about being in a single relationship with God where you and God can do something together and you can do it through God. That's so great and so amazing. Thank y'all so much for listening. That concludes today's episode. Um, yeah.